You're listening to The Only Constant, a podcast about active hope. On this episode of the podcast, we spoke with Josh Thorpe. Josh is earning his BS in finance from Florida State University. He loves fitness and improv, and he also has a passion for therapy. In the future, he'd like to mix finance and therapy by talking with people and solving their financial problems. Josh also coaches improv as a member of No Bears Allowed, Florida State's improv comedy troupe. His goal as a coach is to always be on the student's level. He doesn't want to be seen as an authority figure, but rather as an equal to those learning improv alongside him. Josh compares improv, finance, and fitness by pointing out that there's a lot of grandstanding involved in these communities. From the outside, it might seem like only the people involved can actually do them. Josh doesn't want to perpetuate that feeling in anything he does. He's always going to be himself, and that brings him hope. His philosophy can be summed up in a few words. This is me. Take it or leave it. Stay open, stay active, and keep listening. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning. How are you doing, guys? Pretty good. Thanks for coming today. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Let's start with your name and pronouns. Uh, I'm Joshua Thorpe, pronouns he, him. Okay, cool. And what do you love to do? Oh God, uh, what do I not love to do? Um, <laughs> let's let's start um, with like my like big interests, I guess. Uh, so I love I love fitness, uh, I love improv, uh, I love hanging out with my friends, I love food. Um, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't describe myself as a foodie, but like I work out so I can eat. You know? Like, okay. Yeah. Definitely like, naturally increases your metabolism. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I go to the gym and then I'm like damn what am I gonna eat like (laughs) after this I'm like and I know like it's a question I already know I just ask myself to like increase my like desire to go eat food um but I'm like I already know what I'm having you have it written out like it's not gonna change it's been the same thing same meal plan yeah yeah like uh normally like Sundays are my like meal prep day so like after this, I'm gonna go make a bunch of rice and I'm gonna make myself like general sized chicken and like fried rice in like a giant pan. Nice. And that's my, that's my plan for nice. the rest of the day. So. <laughs> and then nice. improv you're also into. Yes, yeah, so improv, um, like I would say it's probably the first like thing at FSU that I got into. So okay. um, I might have told Ted this story before, but I'll tell it again, um, just because <laughs> we're recording now. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I went to like the club fair when it was still in Tully uh, my freshman year and um, I remember I was walking around and I saw um, Mitch uh, for people who don't know Mitch um, you can't really describe Mitch unless you are looking at him and I'm not <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so what a good I, guy <laughs> yeah, I don't know he's he's changed so much I don't really know him anymore but the image I have so uh, for the listener if you've never if you've never met Mitch, imagine a man with like a really grown out like half mullet wearing a hat with a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like you have Mitch. Um, so imagine Mitch sitting at this table. And uh, for context, Mitch and I grew up down the street from each other. Um, so he used to drive me to school. Um, oh, so, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So me and Mitch have been friends or were friends since uh, third grade, third grade, fourth grade. So I've known him for a long time. Um, mm. But he handed me this like pad of paper and he was like, write a joke. And uh, I wrote a, I wrote like a joke on it. I think I, I think I wrote like this pad or something. And, <laughs> and, he, and he looked at it and he was like, this needs some work. You should come to improv. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like all right, we'll do. <laughs> Let's see, You're like, see Tuesday. thank you? Yeah, I'm like, sick, thanks man. Um, but yeah, that's like, I, that was like the first thing that I really got involved in. 
uh, on campus. Okay. So. And then what's your major? I'm a finance guy. You're a finance major. Yeah. And you're in improv. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. So normally when I tell people that they give that sort of reaction, you're actually <laughs> one of the more like positive ones. Like you actually speak. Like yeah. most most of the time people are like, oh. Oh. And then they just kind of nod. <laughs> I'm like, exactly I'm like, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. They, they <laughs> think it's weird that you're in improv or they think yeah. it's, oh. Yeah, because it's other finance majors or whatever. Yeah, so it's like it depends, it depends on what group you're telling, right? So mm-hmm. if you tell the finance people like, "Oh, I do improv and I'm a personal trainer," they're like, "Oh, how how come?" And I'm like, <laughs> I, "I like it." Like, <laughs> but yeah. then you tell improv people that you uh, are a finance major, and most of the time they're like, "Uh, <laughs> you know." Um, yeah, that must yeah. be weird. It's two different worlds. Yeah, sure. especially yeah. especially that's my fun party trick is telling people who I am. Um, <laughs> So they, they're like, they're like, oh, I, uh, oh, let me tell you a little bit about myself. Oh, what about you? Oh, I'm a finance major. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so how did you get into finance? Uh, okay, so little disclaimer. Uh, I'm a little idiot. <laughs> um, so, okay. Yeah, like I'm not, I, I think I'm like intelligent and like my test scores will tell you that I am, but like I don't, I don't think I am. Um, like imposter syndrome kind of deal? Yeah, yeah, okay. kind of, kind of, but like. In the sense, like, I think I deserve everything that I have. Okay. I feel like that's okay, the part okay. of imposter syndrome that I don't, like, subscribe to. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, but, like, the, like, I definitely have, like, shammed my way into a few of the like, positions <laughs> that I'm in. Yeah. You know? So, like, um, I'm, a, I'm a grade A waffler or, like, bullshitter. I can cuss, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so whatever you want. I, just, I, really, I was like, fuck, I didn't ask. Um, <laughs> fuck, I curse. Fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit, my bad. Oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, Damn, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so I've like shammed my way into a bunch of the positions that I'm in. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm an idiot because when I was coming into college, I like didn't do my research at all. And I was like, oh, I wanna be a therapist, but I can't do anything science related at all. Like anything, mm-hmm. like you put uh, like chemistry in front of me and like my brain goes dead. Like I, I look at it and I can't. Um, me too. Yeah. yeah, dude, and like in high school it was horrendous. Um, I got a C yeah, in no, chemistry. Dude, I wish I did. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been great. But my teacher was like, you should really take AP. And I was like, okay. And I did. And I didn't go any better. Um, Why oh, would geez. they tell you to go in a harder class? <laughs> I don't know, man. The school was, the school was like, we get more funding. I'm like, all right, I'll help you out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm a man of the people. Um, but yeah, so I thought that you needed a bunch of science classes to be a therapist. Um, and until maybe like six, seven months ago, I found out you do not. So I was like, oh, okay, sick. Well, chose a different career path because of that. Um, (laughs) But I was like, okay, I wanted to be in a place where I could like sit sit down and like talk to people and figure out like problems. Um, And I was like, hmm, what else do I like? Mm, Money. Um, So I was like, let me get into finance. Um, And that's kind of what I'm doing now. Like I, yeah, like I have an internship where it's like, I'm working for like this tech company and that's kind of what we do Mm. is we kind of, it's just like, I, I tried to explain it to my mom the other day because she has no idea what Excel is. Um, <laughs> she's she's like a she's like a pre-K teacher, so she's like never touched like anything except for Word and PowerPoint. Yeah, ever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how she doesn't know what Excel is baffles my mind. Um, <laughs> but she uh, she was like, "So what do you do?" And I'm like, "Oh, just math puzzles. Like, don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> so finance was something that just kind of happened. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. And then my dad's also like an associate dean at the cool at the school of business. So okay. Oh, that helps a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm sure. So I, w- I talked to him about it, and he was probably a little biased. Um, mm. But he was like, "Be in this building, and I am upstairs. Come visit me." And like, <laughs> you know, like the classic dad thing. Give me your um, son. Yeah, no, straight <laughs> up, straight up. Um, but 
That that does have its perks though. Like I I am a little bit of an asshole because I'm not afraid to name drop. So like okay. if I don't get what I want um, from like a professor or something, like I only do it when I think it's unfair. Like if they're not if I'm like, okay, you said you were gonna do this and then you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be like, hey, like, I'm gonna CC my dad on this email, I'm just letting you know that you need to actually talk to me. Oh, so, <laughs> that probably gets a reply yeah, pretty quickly. Oh, it does. Nice. Uh, there was one last year where um, she told us that she was going to like be there for like the week, and then she didn't notify us at all, and she just didn't show up for the week. And, like, yeah, it was weird. And yeah. she, she, nobody, no TA came in and told us anything, and then she emailed us, like, after, and she was, like, like two weeks after, and she was, like, oh, like, my bad. And we were like, what? Okay, cool. And then, but she only emailed us because uh, I emailed my dad, the dean, and like the, essentially like the lady who does discipline for all staff. And Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, like, the fuck's going on? Like, why didn't this (laughs) lady show up? Yeah. And then uh, she, in that first part of the email where she was like, my bad, she was like, you guys need to come to me with your problems before you go to administration. And I was Mm. like, no. We didn't show up. I was like, no, heart. Like, I'm going to, to (laughs) no, heart. I'm going to admin. (laughs) Sorry, dude. Um, And then I didn't show up to her class for the rest of the semester. I was done. Nice. Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not responsible on my part, but, like, I'm petty. So. A man of the people. Yes, a man, <laughs> a man of the people. Um, so you touched before on that you were very interested in therapy. Yeah. So you love being in a room and talking about problems, figuring them out. So. Yeah. So where did that stem from? I don't, like, I've, okay, so I've listened to a few of your episodes, disclaimer. Uh, okay. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> and that seems to be a lot of, like, the themes of people who come on is they're like, I want to help people. Yeah. So it's like, I'm about helping people, but I'm also about doing what's fair. And I think sitting down with people and like trying to talk to them on like their issues and their surface level is um, a way to do it fairly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it, I do want to help people, but I also, I also want to like just sit down and figure out what makes people people first. Mm. So um, I feel like you can't really help someone if you don't know them. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I've, I really just wanted to sit down in a room, and I feel like a lot of a lot of the other people that you'll have on too have been like, oh, like I want to do something that I love, and a lot of the times, for example, like I listened to the Connor episode, like Connor really enjoys um, like doing the things that he does. It seems like, and mm-hmm. so he's like getting to do something that he's love and he's good at. Um, I'm yeah. not that blessed. Like I, I can't do something that I love and am good at, unfortunately, mm. at this point. Um, but at that time, I was like oh, I'm good at listening. And like, I can sit down and like, uh, I've been to therapy a few times. Uh, and they like sit there and it's like active listening. So yeah. it's like, I feel like I'm pretty good at that. Um, so I, okay. like, I could do that. Yeah. So this is, so you've always just kind of liked listening to people, or at least it was a trait that you had. Yeah. Mm. But it's yeah. still, you think it still kind of carries through? Think you're oh. still a good listener? Oh, I think so. <laughs> um, I definitely think I, I don't like to hear myself speak, but I do like to talk. Um, Sorry, we're recording then. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? I'm going to listen to this back and be like, oh, man. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, I, um, yeah, I think that I it carries through in, like, my relationships pretty well um, throughout, like, all the things that I have. Like, I don't think I'd be friends with or, like, be friendly with as many people as I have if I didn't listen. So, yeah. like, because I, I have a few different, like, groups of friends, right? So in all the things that we've mentioned, like, interests, I've tried to, like, maintain relationships through all of those. So, like, mm. the three that we've talked about so far is just like 
improv uh, fitness finance. Like I have friends in all of those groups and they're all very different and like each of them has like their own value in themselves. Isn't it so weird how different yeah. people can be? Dude, oh, they go to the same so, school so completely different. One of my favorite things is like, I don't know, you have a few friends that come to a lot of the improv shows. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they're more used to it now, but one of my favorite things was watching them react to our shenanigans because yeah. they're so separate from that world. Yeah. And it's just like, like they, they were always just kind of like, what is going on? What? What's going on? <laughs> but now, but it's like I don't know. So it's interesting to see the different groups. It's always interesting to see different groups of people mingle, and you can see how it works or how it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and like to to Ted's point, Caleb, to fill you in, like uh, my friends, I feel like my friends know that I'm like out of pocket. Like when I want to be, I'm like I'll, I'll say it. Like, uh, <laughs> and so I think when they see a bunch of other people like actually performing like that, it's a little bit different. Yeah. They're like, whoa. Um, <laughs> like, I think one show where, like, when you were just talking about that, that came to mind was our like phone show or like the the telephone. Yeah. Um, I was the baby. Yeah. yeah. And they, I, I remember like that room is so like tight and compact that if they had no choice but to be like just right be right. There. They were in like the front row. Yeah. And like, I remember like <laughs> Sam I, was a monkey. Yeah, dude, we did a we did a There's scene. There's no context to this. No, the people not. listening, Ted's like, yeah, I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's funny. That's what's funny about it. And I'm not going to provide context either. Uh, <laughs> so, no, but like, yeah, Sam was a monkey. We did like subtitles for a monkey and we had a monkey translator, but the monkey translator only did sign language. So we had to have another translator for the sign language monkey translator. It was great. And, yeah, no, my friends were like, we had a good time, but what the fuck was that? And I was like, I was like that's every that's every improv practice. Yeah, yeah, Ted was mentioning it before. So you guys are teaching improv now together or next semester. Yeah. At least. yeah, that's like, it's exciting, but scary. Um, because I, I feel like um, we talked about this a little before, but I remember like coming in and um, feeling like the people who were coaching were just so like in depth and knew it more than me. And I'm, I want to not give off the same thing, but I want to like I want to be my own coach. But mm. I do want to portray the like, oh, this guy can actually like help me with what he knows. Yeah, um, we so, want to. Mm. I think. We've talked about it, and we kind of want to make it more like a, well, you were talking about active listening, and I think we want to listen to, like, quote-unquote students. I mean, they're going to be our fellow, you know, improvers, but we want to listen to them and see what they want to do, and at the same time, we have to lead a little bit, but it's going to be interesting to... Mm -hmm. To navigate that, yeah. And have you found that active listening has helped you with improv so far? Oh, for yeah. sure. That's like that's like the whole gig. Yeah. Uh, like if you don't listen, like your scene sucks. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Like yes, being, and like, yeah, exactly. This guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Like especially like this team that I was in uh, last semester. You've had you've had Zach and Sam on, right? Yeah, I think so. Sam. Sam, Sam did, like, was on. Remember? Talk. I think we talked. We talked with him. Oh, Sam Perez. Yes. 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 Sorry. Yes. So it was just me and those two guys. And like, I don't, I don't know if they think this or will acknowledge it or if anyone else thinks this, but to me and like our practices, those two are powerhouses. Like I sit there and like, I'm trying to like find a way to like get in and like be helpful, but like, I can't compete with Sam as a bucket, you know, like, <laughs> like but that's why it worked so well. Cause you yeah. guys would always end up, Zach would end up being this like really just like he always finds a way to bring very dramatic elements mm-hmm. to his character. He is an actor. He's an actor. Yeah, no, yes. And up. then yeah. Sam always is 
ends up being like the the, the butt of the joke kind of where he's just like <laughs> a, like an idiot and then you're always in the middle yeah it's great it's like it was usually always happened that way and it was a great concept yeah like i i yeah if we're talking about like progression of like me from freshman year improv to now improv like those two guys are like pillars for me yeah like, they're yeah. just so like i i don't want to like you know like gas them up too much or anything <laughs> but like yeah like i definitely wouldn't think about improv the way that i do now if it wasn't for them um mm. or be or have the like confidence on stage that i have now if it wasn't for them yeah. that's like a big part that's of, like awesome. performance as like you guys both know like you have to be like on when you're on stage and like they are on when they're like the second they yeah. step on they're on mm. um sam sometimes to his detriment um because he'll fuck up his knee like every time he yeah. does something but like <laughs> you know like they're they're fully committed and they're in it so so that's something you kind of want to bring to the table when you want to coach as well. Yeah, so yeah. Like being in it, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. So like I feel like as Ted and I were talking about a few weeks ago, like we want to be like ourselves and be as present as we can mm. um, as coaches. Um, and I think it's going to yield the most success if we stick to who we are as like improvers, I guess, mm -hmm. and like not try and be someone that we're not. So yeah. I think that like that happened a few times where it's like I love the coaches that I've had um, and sometimes it was like their coaching style just would not line up with mine um, yeah just because we're all different people and like you know um, but yeah I think doesn't I, always line up yeah yeah like I just I want to be I want to be me like I want to bring me to the table um, and I think everyone that like I've had the pleasure of like getting coached by and working from um, and alongside, like, I've taken, like, pieces of them and added what I liked and then changed some things that mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I can fit that better um, mm. for me. Uh, but, yeah, like, it's going to be – it's definitely going to be, like, a learning experience, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, and as like you're saying, like, active listening, like, it's, it's definitely going to be um, a lot. Like, our new president, um, Ben, shout out Ben, uh, he – Ben is a very like ideas guy and like I'm gonna write down all my ideas guy okay. um, so credit to Ben because he's very one of the things that Ben is very excited about is um, bringing in new people so cool Ted and I will now be on the forefront of all these people that Ben wants to bring in um, and with a new class I believe this is like the largest class that we're having come in sweet at FSU yeah, yeah. that's awesome it's, oh wow yeah it's crazy wait like, you mean like as far as the university goes uh, I just want to say like the largest freshman class that we've had. That's oh, wild. wow. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So every year, like FSU admissions goes up um, <clears throat> and then we falsely report like our admission, which is like kind of crazy. Because <laughs> they're like, you can get in. <laughs> like, but they deny so many people. Like uh, my year, like 2019, we had, I want to say it was like 63,000 people apply and we only let in like seven, six or seven. Oh, thousand. wow. Yeah, no. It wow. Was, like, and then they were like, they like, they fucked with the numbers and like misreported it just to be like, oh yeah, you can still get in. And it's like, whoa. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it was mm -hmm. like, I know that the class has been, like the admissions have been growing mm -hmm. the whole time. And then now they're like, they're talking about adding more apartments, more dorms, like it's. I feel like they're crazy. always Well, I know it's for, that. as far as COVID though, like when it comes to, cause I'm helping out with like orientation and admission stuff right now for the mm -hmm. School of Theater, like the College of Fine Arts as a whole. Yeah. And right now, um, 
I hope this is something I can. And this will come out after the fact. It doesn't matter. But yeah. as far as like the people who are actually helping out with orientation, like faculty and staff, and like whatever volu student volunteers we have, so like orientation leaders and stuff like that, right. we have less than fifty percent really? than what we normally have in an orientation wow. scenario. So as far as admission and also our admissions, I mean this is all because of COVID again. Yeah. But like my boss, the recruitment manager. You know, it's her whole job to be like, whoever's coming in the college, she knows about essentially. And she was very frank with everybody. It was like, our percentages are down, like however many. Really? But as far as like other universities compared to the nation, it is like, it is uh, matching up. Because apparently after COVID, people didn't. So it's interesting to hear that things are rising now because it seems like pretty optimistic and positive. People like going back to do things now. Yeah. COVID's kind of over, hopefully. Yeah, I thought... If, I, if I'm honest, I thought that the pandemic would have turned it the other way. Really? Like, uh, yeah, like you're stuck in your house all day and you found out that you can do something other than school. Like, and you still want to go to school? Uh, like, <laughs> I guess, like if that's your thing, man. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe you, it, it almost seems like trades would have gone up. Yeah, yeah. trades, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. which we, st <laughs> apparently America desperately needs more, more Desperately, yeah. The plumber makes, um, now a plumber makes a lot more money than, I mean, as of like 20 something years ago, it's mm. like double or something yeah, crazy. Really. Yeah, no. it's crazy. Yeah. I wanted to go back to what you, you didn't finish your thought. We have a whole, we've talked about this before. We have yeah. a whole bunch of new people coming into the school, but also potentially to improv. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm very passionate about improv and you enjoy improv. How do you, how do you feel about, you know, being the person that people see first, oh, essentially? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Like seeing me Both as, of us will be. <laughs> yeah. Seeing us as like a coach. Um, I'm afraid, afraid, um, that people will look at me as like a role model and not just like a friend. Like, I just, I just kind of want to be the guy that people like, they listen to for advice, but not the like, this guy is the like person I put on the pedestal, you know, like, and yeah. I feel like that happened a little bit with like previous coaches that it I've did. had is like, we put them on this pedestal and then whenever they messed up or like were human, surprise, uh, like <laughs> we were like shocked and like appalled that they would mm. like do anything that was like a mistake. So I think I just want to be the guy that's like, like you're saying, like in it, when I say in it, I mean like, I also mean relatable and like in touch with like mm. people that are coming in. Um, and trying to be like open and friendly is gonna be like really important too for us. And mm. we don't, I don't think we have a problem with that. No. Um, but like, I don't know, man, pretty hard to talk to. Dude, tell me about <laughs> it. Tell me about it. You and my mom. Uh, yeah, no, so she, yeah, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. I. I'm trying to keep just like as open of a mind as I can um, because I don't want, I want more people to come in and I don't want anyone to like see us and be like, I don't want to come back. Or get scared. You know, yeah. yeah. You're like, the reason they leave. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I would feel awful if like the first people that I talked to in improv were like, oh, like you suck and here's why. Instead of like. <laughs> Let me write it all down for no, you. No, straight up. Like, <laughs> all right. Which they did. You know, but like, I, I, it was nicer than that. It was, it wasn't just like, oh, you, you're terrible. Thanks for coming. Like, it was like, <laughs> it was like, yeah. I mean, we've been doing jams over the summer, so we've had some new people come in, and I've been to them, and I find that, you know, talking. I remember being an improv for the first time, and we've mm. all, everybody listening and us included, have been in a situation where it's our first time doing something, yeah, and we feel kind of, you know, you're the new kid or something. And sometimes all you need is just one person to be like, hey, you, you did a 
did a good job today. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And like there were people that came in and were so nervous about doing improv for the first time. And they didn't – obviously, if it's your first time doing improv, nobody expects you to be on your game. Yeah. So I remember I like – introduced myself and i was like hey man you did a great job for your first time and you could just see in their body language all of a sudden it was like okay wait maybe this is like gonna be okay yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) so i think a really important aspect of being the front line of new Mm -hmm. people in any capacity is just open communication not putting aside your ego of being like oh i'm experienced you know and then just Mm, like talking to them as if you're still there (laughs) and like full disclosure like i sometimes i have like a tone problem as my girlfriend likes to tell me um but Mm -hmm. like i sometimes i'll i'll tell people like like for example one of my friends um uh shout out again uh sergio he came to a improv jam and i was talking to him after and i was like this is kind of like i don't like saying like for your first time sometimes because like sometimes i'll be like oh that was great for your first time like right and it's like it's a little different Uh. and being like dude that was a great job for your first time like it's so different and like i'm really gonna have to be like on my game of like making sure that i don't hit any people any anybody with like the first one Mm -hmm. um especially after like a long tiring day because we do like our jams at night um i'm just gonna have to like be make sure that i'm like on my game when it comes to like how i'm addressing especially new people mm-hmm. like before they get to know us you know there's like that awkward period before you really like interact with somebody a bunch where you're like who are they you know <laughs> so like i've been i've been told that like sometimes i came off as like an asshole or like mm. came off as a guy that was like not approachable and i was like mm, you know what you were right like, <laughs> <laughs> like i thought you're like i thought about what you said and you were correct like i wasn't an asshole <laughs> so well, do you think that um this question might come out of left field, and we'll try to segue into the thing we're also talking about. Questions. But do you think it has something to do with the fact that you are into fitness? Ooh, sometimes. Like, there's sometimes where, like, I've been told, not as much because, like, I'm, like, a 5'7 man, but, like, a lot of the times people are like, oh, you were, like, intimidating at first. And I was like, Really? And they were like, yeah, you just, like, seem like you have your stuff together. And I'm like, and that's intimidating. I was like, interesting. Um, I was like, well, like, do you think I'm intimidating now? Like, we're talking. They're like, no. But, like, yeah, like, a lot of the times, like, the people are, like, surprised when I, like, will tell them about, like, the fitness side. Or um, one of our friends, uh, Liam, for example, I, like, just got thrown in the fountain, like, this last week. And he came up to me and he was like, dude, I forgot you were jacked. And I, was like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I try and wear, like, baggy clothes all the time. Um, but, yeah, like, that's a, dude, that's a banger question. Because, like, because people, dude, that's, that happens, like, so much. And people are like, oh, I thought you were just, like, a gym bro. And especially now that I have, like, the frosted tips, people are like, oh, nah, like, I'm not talking to this guy. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, I've been told, I've been told that I am, like, the epitome of all red flags. Um, what? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, man. so <laughs> I'm so glad I asked this question, dude. Like, okay. So I let me just run through them. What I've been told. So I'm a J name. Apparently, red flag. Okay. Uh, I'm a Gemini. That's well. a big red flag. Yeah. Uh, finance major. Huge. Uh, I'm a big Kanye West fan. Oh God. I've been told that's the worst one. Ted. <laughs> oh God. Like, yeah, he's like, oh God. No, I've been told, dude. You have no idea how many people. Sorry, how many okay. people I like. I tell them that I'm a Kanye West fan. They're like, oh, and then like they turn and walk away. <laughs> it's like it's awful. Oh my God, that's terrible. I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, not the man, not the man, just the music. Like, <laughs> you know, like, 
I like, you know, just like on site. Like I'm not. Um, Change Kanye West to Harry Styles and you'd be great. Oh, so true. Dude, <laughs> I have so many friends where it's like, I'll mention Kanye West and they're like, well, Harry just came out with Harry's house. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I listen to Harry too. Don't think that just because I like Kanye, I don't listen to other people, man. Like, but yeah, no. So all, I guess those like, those are the big like red flags. And then hmm. um, I also... Yeah, dude, another one that I like I, I acquired recently um, is I've started wearing like wife beaters to the gym. So like oh, yeah. oh yeah, dude. It's like it's <laughs> awful. Like uh, since I like used to work there, like people will come up to me because I'm like friendly with everybody, but they'll be like uh, so what made you decide to go with this today? It's a little menacing. And I'm like, Well, I okay, yeah. I, I don't know, man, I just put on clothes. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. better because when you see um, because, I mean, I've had a fair amount of experience in the gym or whatever. Just yeah. not lately. But, I was about to say, I can uh, tell. Look at you, dude. Oh, thanks. I'm wearing a tight V-neck today. I think that's why. Nah. But <laughs> compared to your baggy shirt. <laughs> but I, I know that, like, in the gym, like, sometimes there are guys who are just walking around. And they do kind of, I mean, it's totally us putting things, like, a attaching adjectives to this person without knowing oh, anything about sure. them. But they're, they're at the gym. They're deadlifting or something. And mm -hmm. they're just, like, quote-unquote beast mode, if you want to use yep. that, right? They're huffing and puffing, red face, sweating. Yeah. And it's, like, that's not really a circumstance where you're like, hey, man, how's it going? Yeah, like, no, straight <laughs> up. Can I hop in? No, okay, here, I'll tell a story real quick. And, like, I don't, like, I have to catch myself sometimes because when I'm in the gym, I've been told that, like, I'm just angry. And I'm, like, I don't know why. I'm just, like... It's like the tone thing. Like I just don't. There's no filter anymore. Like I just. It's all like mean, and I'm like I'm not trying to be mean, um, but like a lot of the times I, I'll be in the gym and there's like this one dude who's in there, and like he's a nice guy. Like I've heard him speak, and I'm like okay, like he's not like a dick, um, but he. Okay, backstory. You can tell when people take. Um, PEDs. Oh yeah. So okay. there's oh, yeah. there's this one guy where it is abundantly obvious that he that's not even a word. Brilliant. Um that he No abundantly obvious. Isn't yeah. all right. Yeah. Word. Thanks, Ted. He's <laughs> 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 double checking there. See, I said idiot and I was like, I'm gonna start using big words. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. um but you see him and he's got like his hoodie on and he walks around, he's literally like a Dorito like on top of his body and then like <laughs> And then, like, like, a green onion stock, like, on the bottom. And, like, you see him, and he's, like, he's hu he's huffing and he's puffing, man. Like, he'll be across the gym, and you'll hear, oh! <laughs> and you're, like, you're like, oh, he's here. Like, I have no idea what this dude's name is. Like, I've never spoken to him. I just hear him speak. I've been told he's nice. But, like, you just hear this dude, and, like, you'll hear something slam. And then you hear, yeah! And you're, like, oh. <laughs> You're like, yeah. it, there was, dude, there was one time I was in there at 8 a.m. and he was in there and I was like, dude, it's so early. Like, <laughs> how are you like this? <laughs> but yeah, no, and then so he'll wear, he, it, every day it's like clockwork. He'll either wear like the and one basketball shorts from Walmart or he'll wear like joggers. He'll have his hoodie on. Midway through his workout, he'll take off his hoodie and you'll see like the most horrendous cutoff you've ever seen in your life. Like... <laughs> There was I love cutoff tees, dude. They're the best. There was one time. <laughs> take whatever. There was have. one time this dude was wearing a PETA shirt, but he cut out the A, so it was just pet. And I was like, Oh god! <laughs> I was like, Bro, how, you went into the middle. The cut out. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't on the sides at all. Like you yeah. didn't need to do that. But then like you can like you can tell because he has like the really bad back knee, and like I feel bad because um, mm -hmm. like I don't I don't want to like say anything or like judge this dude like without talking to him yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah but like in the gym 
Do PEDs give you back knee? If you don't do them right, yeah. Okay. So it depends. So it's essentially. Oh, I'm sorry. Just for the people who don't know, can we describe PEDs real quick? Yeah. So performance enhancing drugs is anything that you can take um, that would enhance your performance. So a lot of the times, like in in college, a lot of the a lot of dudes will just use them like to get bigger in the gym, really. So you have common ones. There's like Trend. There's like TRT, um, D Ball, uh, Test, Gear. Um, a lot of those. Sarms people just to name a few. Yeah, just to name a few. Uh, <laughs> people will people will take them just to be like, I'm gonna be big in college. Um, but it's just if you, I have. And let me just clarify. I have nothing against PEDs. I just want I want people to know um, the entire like circumstance that you're getting yourself into. So if you, the little drawback about PEDs is if you start taking them, you can never stop. So if you hmm. Let's say if I have somebody who's taking um, some tests, or some testosterone. Um, if I now put them on um, that test, they're never, they can never stop. So if they move anywhere to where they can't get it prescribed or they can't get it from somebody, um, you're kind of going to crash and your hormones are going to be imbalanced. So that's, that's kind of like the mm. bittersweet thing about it is mm. you, can, you can take these and yes, they will enhance your performance, but you now have to take this for the rest of your life. So with a bunch of like young dudes that we'll see in the gym, it's like at our age, like you don't, you don't need it. Um, like I, the, where I support it, like a hundred percent is if you are in need of the, um, PED. So you have a deficiency, right? So like if you're like an older guy and like your testosterone's a little low, you take some TRT or something, go for it. Yeah. So, um, like I know a bunch of, a bunch of my friends, like their dads are on it just because it's like they're in their fifties and they want, want to feel like they're young again. Um, Yeah. Like understandable. Um, but yeah, like, so for example, like going back to this dude, it's just like, it's hard to like not judge him or not do anything or say anything about it. Um, mm-hmm. when you're, when you know, like, man, like for the rest of his life, he has to stay on top of that. And it's like, if you can fair play, you know, yeah. like do what you can. Um, if you're the rock, no, you're the rock. dude, the rock, worry, <laughs> the rock worries me, bro. Like how, how old is that guy? He's like 50. He's in his fifties. Right? Yeah. He's so massive. Did you guys see that video of him ripping his gate off of the hinges on his house? No, I'm sorry. No. Okay. It was like an automatic gate. It was like not opening. It's in brick. He ripped it off. He Jeez. ripped the metal gate out of the brick to get into his house. What? Yeah. There's like, you can look it up. Like. That's crazy. He, he literally has a video. He's like, I just had to like take this out. And we're like, no, you didn't. But like, all right, <laughs> you can just call somebody, man. <laughs> but like, he's, he's just such a massive man that like, and he's on so many things. <laughs> like he, he must be. Oh, he dude, to be the, in the shape that he is at that age, there's no way. And he's moving okay. around all the time. That makes sense. Mm. Like, and that's what, that's, what's worrying. It's like carrying that much mass on your figure. <laughs> For as long as he has, it's just like this guy's gonna drop dead. I wonder how his joints are doing. I have no idea. I'd love to ask him. Like, if I could <laughs> sit down and have an interview with like somebody, it would definitely. The Rock would definitely be on like the top probably, list of people that I consider. Yeah, probably say he's doing fine. He, I would imagine he would. I hope so. So many people, yeah. especially like guys in their. I know my dad speaking from his experience, his rotator cuff, right, like in his shoulder, right? Yeah, Is that yeah. Right? yeah, right, yeah, yeah. It just got demolished from benching however many he did. Yeah, yeah, that's normally like one of the first things to go is like your joints. So for a lot of dudes in particular, um, since the bench is like a manly thing, uh, they're like- bench, bro? Me? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> me? See, exactly, that's my conditioned gym response. 
I was like me. I was fully ready. I was like, was I awesome. can tell you if you want. Like, <laughs> you know, like, that was awesome. Yeah, no, no, no. So, damn, you you hit my conditioned response. Like, that was crazy. <laughs> I've never seen that happen in real time. Um, you know, um, but yeah, like it's definitely like your elbows and your shoulders are like things that as you get older, like you got to worry about um, or at mm. least pay attention to. Mm. Uh, so yeah, like. Yeah, that's definitely the thing that I see the most in dudes. You got my brain rolling now about how I like automatically responded. You sent me into a spiral. Well, it's like I was like, oh no, like, <laughs> that's awesome. You brought it out. <laughs> Let's uh, take a quick break. Yes, and then we'll we'll okay. come back and talk more about some stuff. All cool. right, guys, be right back. See. We'd like to take a second to shout out our monthly patrons. Thank you to Aaron Bachman, Marissa Arnone, Mimi Schultz, Dan Winstrup, Corbin Gulo and Christina Shan for their continuous support of the podcast. Everything we do on this show couldn't be possible without listeners like you. Consider joining us on Patreon, where for just a dollar a month, you can support the podcast and help us even more in the conversation about Active Hope. Now, back to the episode. All right, we're back. And I have a question. Oh, boy. So we've talked about finance, fitness, improv, yes. and I want to try to find a through line. Ted's really good at this, but I'm going to try it today. Okay, do it. We're trying right. to find a through line between all these three things. And okay. one thing that kind of sticks out to me is the idea of performing in some way or another, whether Ooh, it's okay. at the gym. Yeah. Because I know every gym, at least every gym I've been to, there's a whole wall of mirrors. That's everybody <laughs> is looking at themselves and everybody around them. Mm-hmm. So there is this level of like, at least I felt it. You're kind of performing for mm. the people around you. Okay. And going into improv, I wonder if it's like a similar scenario. I don't know how much finance will play into this, but okay. as far as improv goes, you literally are performing. People yeah. are watching you. So I didn't know if there was any kind of commonalities between the two things, if mm. you found that doing one kind of strengthened certain skill sets in the other. Oh, oh yeah. Like, I definitely think that, like, my... Okay, so since I worked at The Leech, I think that my job and having to like talk to people and like train them helped helped me be more confident for improv. Um, I've, I'm like trying to help you with your with your through line here because I think there's, there's <laughs> a lot of I think there's a lot of um, I don't I, sometimes I can't I can't really do this, especially in finance, because like there's so many things that like I just don't know. And in improv, like I try to not do it either. Um, I'm not saying about like our group in general, but let's just say like comedy is like a broader, um, like a broader topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so like finance, fitness, comedy, I definitely think there's uh, a lot of the times you'll see a lot of grandstanding where it's mm. like people in the gym, they're like, oh, I know this and like here I can do it and you can't type of deal. Um, and there's a lot of like, a lot of the times like it's like friendly banter between like friends or whatever. And like, I don't really talk to um, like, anybody else in the gym that like I don't really want to like I'm not gonna go up and be like hey what's up (laughs) or like just randomly like I'm not really gonna do that um a lot of the times the only people that I'll talk to are like my friends or whatever but like I can see what you're saying like at the start like I definitely did do that like I was watching a lot of people Hmm. um part of that was like trying to learn um because like the leech has some monsters um that will come in uh and I was yeah and I was just like trying I was like trying to pick up anything that I could um, but there's definitely like a lot of, a lot of grandstanding between the, between the three, like in finance, like in class, like it's just like teacher asks a question. The one kid always answers cause he has to know. Right. Yeah. So, and a lot of the times he did like fair play to you, man. Like mm-hmm. that's awesome. I'm glad that you know. Um, 
but there there comes there comes like a little bit of a play where it's like it's a little pretentious sometimes and it's like and that could just be like my jealousy that I'm that that's not me right complaint mm-hmm. coming into play because like I, I won't say that I'm like immune to like not like it's not like I don't want to know or like don't want to be the best like of course like everybody everybody wants to be as good as they can be at everything yeah, yeah. Um, so but like it's definitely and over uh, if we're moving into like comedy in particular like over the pandemic that was pretty clear to see too as it was like oh like I'm doing zoom comedy and you're not or like <laughs> oh I'm going out and doing shows and you're not like mm. it was it, comedy became like just amongst like comedians in in general like a very like toxic thing and it really? was yeah it was weird to like I don't know if you like watched like um like any stand up shows or like paid attention to like comedy twitter at that time but it was like a lot of people were like they were either, you were either doing shows or you were shaming people for doing shows and it was oh, like because it was like you shouldn't be doing shows right? oh i see uh, right okay. so it was like mm. it was a lot of the just like going back and forth between who's better or who should you listen to um and that's that's a lot of the time too like in the gym a lot of people like want to be asked like for advice like you want to be the guy that people are like yo like how do i do that or like do you have any tips for me or anything mm. um yeah just like a lot of the times I think in all three of those things, again, finding a through line. People want to be the person that gets asked things a lot. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, so it's like for tying that back into me, like in particular, um, I think that it, coming back to your imposter syndrome. So we'll tie this whole thing together. Um, <laughs> it's great. There's sometimes where I feel like in improv and fitness in particular, because finance, I will. I'm like such a new like there's nothing I can offer you that someone else cannot um, <laughs> like I definitely feel like there's sometimes where like I should be the person that's asked or like consulted about something um, but yeah like there's definitely you have, you have a good point like mm. there's definitely like a tie in between all three of those with like the performing aspect like you want to be the person that is there like the people that the people laugh at the people ask questions mm-hmm. people go to for advice like you mm-hmm. want I feel like everybody has like that thing inside them that they want to be the person that people go to like whether mm-hmm. that's just like for advice or like um, for like a, let's just say like friendship right like you want to be the person that your friends can like confide in mm-hmm. um, and that like definitely rolls over into all the things that you do I think well here's a follow-up yeah. question um, in all of these things do you think it's important to maybe set aside that desire to be mm-hmm. the one that is yeah. asked like or is it more about is it more about your personal growth oh for sure you know yeah like uh i guess that's kind of obvious but you know what i'm trying yeah to say. yeah yeah like in I'll, I'll come to the improv thing in a second um or the improv aspect in a second but like in the in the gym in particular like you are in there for you right like you can you can look at all the people that you want and you can do whatever you whatever exercise you want to in the gym and try and make people pay attention but at the end of the day like hopefully you're in there for you right so you go and you do your thing because you want to either look your best or be in your best health whatever your reason may be you're in there for you right and if you are in there to impress other people you won't get very far um, so and you'll no end up, one's really looking at you. right yeah nobody really cares that's like that's a big like misconception that like people have about the gym and like thankfully like people have been getting away from it recently at least here um, people are like oh they're everybody's staring at me it's like dude nobody cares like <laughs> I promise you that we are all so tired like <laughs> and we are just in here like trying to do our workout and go back to the rest of our day mm-hmm. like and then 
with improv, like you have, like as as you know, like you have to put yourself aside sometimes. Like I, as tying back into like the Sam and Zach thing, like I can't, I can't be the guy that is like the focus all the time because if I am, like it's gonna take away from these other great performers. Like, and a lot of the time, like those guys, um, especially like should have that center stage because they are more comfortable and know what to do with it. Whereas like me in particular, like I, I need to did exactly what you're saying, like put that desire aside and step aside because it's in improv in particular, it's going to be better for us as a whole if I step aside and let them do that thing and then step in where I can. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So. so when it comes to the different, going into this performing aspect, grandstanding and trying to set your desires aside, you did touch in the beginning, the first half of the conversation, that because of these different fields of interest that you're in, you have different friend groups. Yes. And different friend groups usually call for different dynamics. Yes. So within those groups, do you find yourself performing mm. or acting a different way? Yeah, that's something that like, damn dude, bang your question again. Uh, <laughs> like uh, freshman year, like I had to like try and figure out how to do that is like not be somebody different in all the groups that I'm in. Cause like, I really don't like when like I'm, let's say if I'm hanging out with person A in group one, and then they're this way in group one, and then I hang out with person A in group two and they're a completely different person. Like I've found myself like being like, what's going on? Like, yeah. why are we doing that? Mm -hmm. So for me, like, I, I think- uh -oh. Like, oh. I had it on do not disturb, go ahead. That's all right. <laughs> I think I like got away from doing that um, like sophomore year, thankfully, um, mm. where it was like, all of my friend groups get me. And like, if you don't, if you don't recognize and appreciate that I do all of these things, then like, we don't need to be like friends and we don't need to hang out. Like, obviously if Ted and I are hanging out, like I'm not gonna be like, Ted, let's talk about fitness. You know, like, I'm not gonna be like, I'm not <laughs> Unless, gonna. But I've, I mean, we've brought it but up. But we have, before, right? right? So it's like, cause you appreciate me and who I am and my interests and like, but I'm not gonna sit down and be like, dude, we're, yeah. we're gonna talk about this. Right. Like, yeah. and I'm gonna like force feed you like all the things that I like, like we're gonna find a common ground, right? right? Mm. So I think every group that I'm in, there is that like, there is that, uh, I, I call it like the space to play, right? Like there's like all of the uh, topics of conversation that you can exist in, in all of these groups. Mm. And a lot of the time, there's sometimes where it's like, I'll, I'll know, okay, with this group, they don't really like it when we joke about or talk about this. So yes. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like withhold that or reduce it a little bit, but I'm not gonna change who I am or what I'm talking about mm -hmm. for the group. Like if I'm- You just don't talk about it. Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> we, won't, we won't have to go into it, but like yeah. uh, if I'm, because it's because of the topic I'm about to bring up, we don't have to talk about it, but unless you really want to. Um, but with like Roe v. Wade, if I want to talk about Roe v. Wade, I'm talking about it with all my friends. I'm not mm -hmm. like, I'm only talking about it with the gym bros and yeah. like not going to talk <laughs> about it with like the finance guys. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. But then you get a feel for right. who wants to talk about it. And right, so, and then you know, like mm -hmm. you'll, you'll know. Um, but if you're not yourself in all of these like different groups and different situations, then like how you know um, what these people like really think, you know, or like yeah. how how you really fit into that group, right? Because mm -hmm. if you're not yourself, then like how Who are, are you? Yeah, right. Like how are these people gonna like you for you? It's it's just gonna become like really tiring for you if you're not mm -hmm. like bringing up the same things and like being the same kind of person. I think. Mm -hmm. so. Well, this is kind of because you you mentioned this before, but you said you weren't 
blessed enough to be to do the thing nah. that you do and be good at it too. Yeah. You know? And but one thing I think is really cool though is that if for some reason you did find that thing that you were really good at mm -hmm. and you loved doing it, you probably wouldn't have been wouldn't have been given, I mean probably, we're gonna use that word, right. but given the opportunity to have these different friend groups and right. to figure out like who you really are. And I think it's yeah. really cool that you've had all this opportunity to like, because I mean, how many people can say that they're in like three different friend groups? Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're pretty different groups too. Yeah, and then like, I'll, I'll throw in, I call them like apartment friends as well. So I'll have, I have like, it's me and my roommate um, and we both uh, work at the Leech. Um, but then there's like the whole, that group of people that I hang out with too. So it's like, you have like four groups of people now, like mm. all going back and forth and like, I definitely like think as as I get closer to like the end of college, right? Uh, you start like reflecting on like what you've done mm -hmm. and like what you're gonna do next. Um, and I definitely think that that's something that like younger me would be happy to know is like I got to do all of these things because I I had to put aside like my like fear of not wanting to go into like a new situation and had to just like embrace all of these different things like yeah. at the end of the day like this is me and I like what I like and I'm going to go do all of it mm -hmm. right so yeah it's definitely like yeah yeah you're making me think um, <laughs> well it's cool because now it seems like you're good at many different things you're like a jack of all trades I try so there's like that there's that phrase of like the jack of all trades and the master of none right? yes yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I believe there's like there's like a there's like an extended saying to that, although I don't remember it, it word for word. But essentially, the lady who said that phrase was like, "Oh, it's better to be a jack of all trades um, and a master of none because of jack of all trades has like more fun or something like that." Okay. <laughs> or it's like, oh, okay. It's something like it's better to be involved in more things than just like hyper focused on one thing. Yes. Ascent, like is what she was trying to say. Yeah. I definitely like butchered that quote. Um, but that's it rhymed saying. though. Yeah, I made it work. <laughs> that's the improv for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I would rather do all of these things and say that I did all these things and I tried it rather than like get in a situation to where I don't have access to these things and then I can't, mm -hmm. you know? So like, why not go try all these different things now that I can, yeah. mm. you know? So yeah, like I enjoy, I enjoy doing a bunch of different things, so why wouldn't I do them? For real. You know? So you said before that you're graduating this fall. Yeah. From FSU. Yes. Degree in finance. Oh yeah. Okay, so what's your plan for the future? Okay, so I just talked with my boss in my internship earlier this week, and they want to offer me a job. So that's like, that's pretty cool. So cool, um, yeah, so right now I'm working like remotely. The company is based in Dallas. Um, I don't, I don't know if I would move to Dallas, but I'm thinking about it um, hmm. just because of recent laws that have been um, yeah. put in place. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, like I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I was just like, oh, I have a job, sick. Um, so yeah, that's the plan as of now. Um, I have a few different like things that I have to juggle. Um, so do I like want to do grad school um, by itself? Do I want to do grad school with a job? Do I just want to do job, come back to grad school? Right? There's like a few mm -hmm. different things I can do. Definitely um, grad school though. It I've been, like. I've been thinking about it. Like I, if I have the means, why wouldn't I? Right. Mm -hmm. So hopefully get a good scholarship. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, so I need to I need to talk to some of the guys that I'm working with who like have the most common one is like the MBA. 
I'll talk to them. I don't really want an MBA. Um, I want an MSF, which is like basically just like your master's in finance. It's more specific. Okay. Um, whereas your MBA is more general, but you can do like MBA with like a focus. So like one of our friends, Allison, she did an MBA with a focus in like accounting. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So um, it was just like, I'm thinking about that. Um, but yeah, it's just like a lot of like, I'm another person who like, maybe maybe to my detriment, but like I try to not like think about like big things until they're like there. Cause like I try to not yeah. psych myself out. I know that like I'll overthink and I'll just kind of be like, ooh, you know, so <laughs> um, let, me, let me overthink and let me be like, damn inflation's making houses more expensive. Like I'll think about stuff like that. And it's like, yeah. oh man. So mm -hmm. yeah, so that's the plan as of right now. Um, okay, cool. But also like as I got further and further into college, I found out that like my plans like just didn't work out. So like being able to like, I hate the term like go with the flow, but like <laughs> that's essentially like what I'm doing is just being mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna go go with what comes. And um, yeah, we'll just have to see, we'll have to see where life takes me. Um, I'm a Tallahassee native, so I've lived here for 20 years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Like that's normally, again, the most positive response I've gotten to that. Because um, <laughs> most people are like, oh Jesus. Um, which you're not That's wrong. So weird. The last person that we had on was also a Tallahassee native. Really? Yeah. yeah. And the first, the only two people that I know who are from Tallahassee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Tallahassee is like, it's a place people are like, oh, it's got its little charm. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> it's like, are you an established family? If it, or going to college, are you working for the university, the state? Or do you have a family? If not, leave, please. Like That's actually a good point. Like, please get out of Tallahassee. Like, there's so many better places. Um, like as a Tally native, like there's so many better places to explore and go. Like while you're here, Tallahassee has all of the things that like you could want. Like as a college student, like there's places to go. Um, if you're into like nightlife and stuff like that, there's, I will admit the cuisine's a little lacking, um, but <laughs> there's some night, like if you're into the outdoors, there's a lot of outdoors activities. There's mm -hmm. a lot of uh, things in the community that you can get involved in. So like. If, if you're in, there's a lot of things in Tallahassee that you can be into, but for the short time that you're here, you know, so like as a. Right. Like it definitely feels better. It's, it's one of those places where I'm like, okay, I've lived here for almost six years. That's all I really need. I think, right. I think I've seen everything. Right. And like, <laughs> dude, you're telling me, man, like yeah. I, I've been, I've been mini golfing at the same place so many times. It's like. Like, can we put in a new course, guys, or like something? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like Cascades is nice. You know, that's a new addition yeah. within the last like five, six years. Or yeah. Maybe, maybe wait. Maybe a little. More. I'm I'm capping. It's like eight, eight or nine. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, it's like there's just there's so many better things in Tallahassee, man. Like, <laughs> if you like, I definitely think like to like you were talking about like you have a job like with the university like you. If you have the job with the university, again, the university, the state, or do you have a family? That's it. Like, <laughs> that's why I was like, that's a good point. That's why I stayed. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. yeah, like I don't, I just don't know why you would stay other than that. Like, Tallahassee's a nice little place for a short amount of time, I think, and then yeah, go go find somewhere else. You know, like there's so many okay. other things. Yeah. So you said that you didn't like the phrase, but you go with the flow nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like right now that's kind of your mentality that you're taking with life, taking things in stride, waiting until yeah. they come to you. Yeah. So. What brings you hope mm. to keep you going? I think I think what brings me hope is knowing that I'm gonna be me, like no matter what comes my way. So like I think that as a as a person I've 
been very good at like changing the things about me that need to change, but still remaining who I am throughout all of the different things that I do. Right. So we're talking. We were talking earlier about like it's talking about the same things with all of your friends groups. Friend friends groups. English, please. Friend groups. <laughs> uh, so I don't think you can talk about the same thing with all your friend groups if you're not yourself in all your friend groups. So like that's me. I'm just gonna do my do my best to be myself as I like go forward in life. And I think if you're if you're yourself and you're doing your best to apply yourself to whatever you're doing, like you'll find satisfaction somewhere. Mm. You know, that was a really good. I don't know if you can reword that in a or the the same way that you just said it, but mm-hmm. you said you changed the things you needed to change about yourself while still staying true to who you were. Yeah, is that okay? No, yeah, that's yeah. I don't think there's like a more like you could probably phrase that more eloquently, but like I like to keep things like basic. So mm-hmm. like for me, because yeah. my brain can't process, obviously I had to ask Ted if I was saying the right word earlier. <laughs> um, so like I, I need to keep things simple. So yeah, like just as I've, as I've gone through like college and like all the experiences that I've gotten um, moving out of the house, like I, yeah, I've changed, I've changed what needed, what needed to be changed. I let go what needed to be let go and brought in what needed to be brought in. And here I am like. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just like, I, and that's like kind of what I hope to like do with some of the people in like uh, in improv that are coming in is like just help them with kind of that is like staying true to who you are, but also like bringing in some of the things that like you think you need to change. Mm -hmm. Well, what's something that you do regularly to bring hope into the world? Ooh, Uh, I've been told because I don't, I don't, I don't think I do anything actively. I think, which I probably should, but I've been told that um, I'm most inspiring just by being the consistent person that I am. So it's like a lot of the time that people have known me, it's like I've been doing all of these things and trying to be as disciplined as I can be. So a lot of my friends, um, for example, like my roommate, he doesn't have the best um, like diet habits, but like he sees me like staying on top of my nutrition like all the time and like making sure that I'm doing this and counting this out and he's like I may not do that but like makes me want to eat a little bit healthier I'm like <laughs> as he's like frying up hot dogs in a pan and then putting them on Wonder Bread I'm like god jeez <laughs> <laughs> dude I could I could talk about my roommate and roast the fuck out of him all day. I, lo- I love him but that's uh, that's that'll absurd. be the second part dude you do not realize how much rage fills my brain when I walk into my apartment and smell hot dogs like like there's nothing that makes me more upset than coming home after a hard day and I smell someone making hot dogs in olive oil in a pan like oh, man. bro we have a grill on the counter just use it like please <laughs> like oh my god like please anything other than that to fry our hot dogs right like dude oh man like i have it for a reason and like also (laughs) wonder bread you chose wonder bread like like the hot dog buns were right there like you knew you were gonna use them for hot dogs like just go grab them man like but yeah like just being like the consistent and like disciplined person that i am i've been told is like made people want to like get themselves like more more in tune with what they need to do so that sounds pretty active to me i mean that sounds like yeah. Yeah, yeah you're you're actively being disciplined and it's helping i try an example yeah. Mm. yeah i think and at the end of the day like i just i just want to be like i don't want to try and be anything that i'm not you know so right. like i i go into like all the things that i do and i'm like listen man like this is me take it or leave it you know mm. so 
if you if you like what I do and you like me as a person, that's awesome. If you don't, like, totally fair. I get it. And I've been told I'm an asshole. So, you know, like, and hard to talk to, apparently. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, Definitely yeah. not sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've never really thought about that as being active. You guys think that that is, like, an active I mean, thing? It's, it's just, like, being who you are? I mean, it's passive in the sense that you're not going up to somebody and saying, you should be disciplined. But it's active in the sense that you're working to do something that's positive. You lead by example. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like, that's something that uh, I've like tried to do um, because in high school I wasn't very good at it. Like I knew I could lead and do things, but like I didn't make any effort to like show them if that makes any sense. Like I did them, but I didn't make any effort to make like me the person be shown. Mm -hmm. So like being from Tallahassee, you'll run into some people that you went to high school with all the time. So like, for example, literally, literally Friday, I went to township and I saw this dude like sitting at the table and I like, I knew who he was, but like he looked at me and he was just like, Josh? And I was like, yeah, man, what's up? And he was like, <laughs> you look so different. I'm like, tell me about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just like staying, staying true to who I am is definitely, definitely an interesting thing to think about being like active. I think like that's, that's yeah. the through line. One of the through lines of today is okay. being true to who you are, for sure. Yeah. I feel like everything you talked about has kind of had that be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And for those of you listening, that's Josh. So as he said, take it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you found some hope today. Thanks for listening to The Only Constant. We hope today's episode made you feel a little more hopeful or changed your perspective in some way. If you want to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Only Constant Podcast. Or check us out at OnlyConstantPodcast.com. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leaving a rating or review for the show helps us immensely. And we'd appreciate the feedback. None of this would be possible without you, the listener. Thanks for all the support. And we'll see you next time. Stay open, stay active, and keep listening.